Every company has something to hide. Disney has Treasure Island, The Simpsons have Dead Bart, and even Nickelodeon has Squidward's Suicide. Squidward's Suicide was not the first time Nickelodeon had to bury an episode, however. Do you know the kids' show, The Fairly Odd Parents? The show about the kids with the fairies that would grant him wishes? Yeah, that one. I was an editor for that show. In I worked there for two years. I was hired to work for this show, and I had a great time. All the episodes were received extremely well by kids and adults alike, and the show grew in popularity. I saw it through the second, third, and the beginning of the fourth season. I remember that day very well. It was a normal day at Nickelodeon, and I had just finished editing the script for next week, and then the animation department wanted us to see the newest episode. Normally we don't watch the episode before it airs, but the animation department said, This is our best yet, and we would hate for you not to see it. We all gathered in the break room and we wheeled in the TV. Everyone was laughing and some people were even making popcorn. We all sat down and when I looked around, I could see that everyone from the editing department was here, but no one from the animation department was here. I didn't think too much of it. They probably had a lot of work to do or something. The animation department was always a strange group of people, but no one paid any mind. The supervisor of our department showed up and we began to watch the episode. When the episode started, we all saw that something was off. The animation was the same, Timmy was on his school bus and getting laughed at. However, the music was slow and had a low pitch. But the most noticeable thing was the laughing. That intolerable laughing. I can still hear it. It wasn't how kids normally laugh. It was, it was almost demonic. It was almost like they wanted to see him suffer. Just like normal, he gets off the bus, but the animation suddenly changes. Everything gets darker and the laughing gets louder. Timmy no longer looks sad. He looked dejected. We all thought it was strange, that's very out of character for him. He got off the bus and we all expected for that volleyball to come and hit him on the head and knock him in the mud. Timmy got off the bus and was hit by a stone. He fell into the mud and blood began to droop from his head. We all became instantly uncomfortable and some of us gasped but we kept watching. The animation returned normal but Timmy's expression still didn't change. Vicky pushed over the parents' cardboard cutout and said the usual bed twerp and the intro continued as normal. The episode went back to its usual tone. This episode was called Breakdown. As usual, Timmy was complaining about his school and how he hated his babysitter, Vicky. He went downstairs and began to talk to his parents. Mr. and Mrs. Turner normally had goofy smiles and were overly happy, but this time it, it was all wrong. Mr. and Mrs. Turner turned around and their faces were just, well, they were just wrong. Their mouths were stretched into a painfully wide smile with huge teeth. The thing that was most disturbing was the eyes. I can't get it out of my head. They haunt me to this day. They, they, they were hollow and they were cracks running from their eye sockets to their lower forehead. Even though there were no visible eyes, you could feel the hatred that Mr. and Mrs. Turner had for their son. Suddenly, the animation froze, but the audio continued. All we heard were screams that seemed to belong to the game. The only thing more disturbing than the screams was that laughter. It overlapped the screams and it just kept getting louder and louder until it stopped. The scream flickered and it shut off. We all had just sat in silence and shock. We had just started to process what happened when the TV buzzed and turned back on. We saw Timmy alone in his room, his face in his hands and sobbing quietly. The crying sounded too real and full of pain to be in a children's cartoon. The audio suddenly cut out and Timmy's fairies wand and Cosmo came out of the fishbowl and began to talk to him. We couldn't hear what they were saying, but it, it looked like they were, they were like mocking him. 
The screen suddenly turned to black and began to flash repeatedly with red backgrounds filled with symbols we had never seen before. We all jumped when the audio suddenly cut back with the same screams from before. However, the laughing was different. It sounded as if Timmy was laughing. The pitch started to drop and the screen went black and the scream stopped, but the laughing continued, still dropping in pitch. Finally, it stopped and the screen turned back on to show Timmy breathing hard. He raised his hands that were covered in blood. What shocked us, however, was how real it looked. No one at Nickelodeon could make something so realistic. We could almost smell it. Timmy looked at the screen and just stared at us with eyes that were pure black. After a few seconds, his eyes, well, his holes, I guess, seemed to melt. Black liquid started dripping down his face and began pulling on the floor. Timmy suddenly looked away and the camera began to follow his gaze. When we saw this, some of our co-workers ran out of the room and threw up. Wanda and Cosmo were, well, they, um, they were on the floor with their necks broken. Their heads were backwards and blood was dripping from their necks. Worst part about it was they were, they were smiling, just, just a huge unnatural smile. Their cheeks were cut open and slightly curved forming a haunting smile. Just like the blood on Timmy's hands, the blood dripping from their necks and faces were hyper-realistic, but so were their bodies. Just like the blood, it looked too real to be made at Nickelodeon. The screen cut out once more and a low pitch and slowed down version of the intro began playing and the screen turned back on and showed Mr. and Mrs. Turner standing in front of the camera, their heads slightly tilted to one side and they were smiling a wide, uncomfortable smile. Timmy came into frame and they looked at him and they began laughing harder and harder as the camera began to zoom in. The screen cut to black once again. Suddenly it became to flicker and show parts of what came next. We saw Timmy lunge at his parents and then we saw him clawing at their faces. His parents still had those wide grins and continued to laugh. The screen went black and the laughing suddenly cut out and the next time we saw him he was holding his parents vocal cords. Once the screen cut to black, you know, we all just sat there in silence. When the TV turned on, Timmy was staring at the camera with that same smile his parents had, black liquid still dripping from his eyes. He tilted his head to the right and said, Vires mi vires u ergo mong por de ese do ese dericalum. Timmy smiled even wider and raised the knife to his head. The screen cut to black one final time and we all sat there in shock. Our boss was fuming. He began to march to the animation room and some of us began to follow him. He grabbed the handle and slammed the door open and began to yell at the animators. But then he stopped dead in his tracks. We couldn't see what was in the room, but when we saw the face of our boss, we saw the life leave from his eyes right before he fainted. We looked in the room and we, um, we, we saw the animators hanging from the ceiling in a circle. All of their lifeless bodies had their eyes painted black with paint dripping from them to the floor. Some had cuts from their lips to their upper cheeks, forming a sort of twisted smile. In the middle of them all was a blood red pentagram with candles surrounding it. It's been over a year since that happened. A year since we were let go from the company. And every night for a year, I've seen Timmy talking to me in my sleep. Every night he just stares at me. That same horrible black liquid just dripping from his eyes, and he just repeats the same thing. Do it. Do it. 
Do it. Do it. Do it. I thought it was just PTSD, but it's just more than that. Anytime I tell anyone, they just laugh in my face. No one believes me, and Nickelodeon denies everything. I tried reaching out to my old co-workers, but most had committed suicide. The few who were still alive didn't respond, except for one, my old boss. He invited me over to talk about what had happened. When I saw him, he was, he was different. He was pale and sickly. It looked like he had lost a lot of weight and had dark circles around his eyes. Without a word, we went to his living room and sat down. His house was dirty, unkept, as if no one had been living there. He looked me in the eyes and told me one thing. He is waiting for us in hell. For the moment we saw it, we were abandoned by God, and he will visit you until the end. He looked down and pulled out a revolver and shot himself. A few weeks after my boss killed himself, I learned that the others had done the same. I tried holding out as long as possible, but I, I just can't anymore. If you ever find a DVD labeled 4S1 Breakdown Dot TFOP, you need to destroy it. Do not view it. I'm sorry. Goodbye.